the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julian. Hi, welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight. My name is Julian. Today we have a very special guest from uh, San Benito, Texas, Madeline Victoria, with her first, what is it, I don't know your first single, but your latest single, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor. Madeline, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited it, to be here. <laughs> I love the Valley. I've played there plenty of times. I actually lived there for a few years uh, in Edinburgh. Um, what's, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, it's a lot, you know, here in the Valley. That's really cool that you've been here before and that you lived here. Um, yeah, we, we have tons of shows all the time here in the Valley. We have been playing around San Antonio now a lot lately. I saw and that. Just, yeah, just getting out and spreading out more. And, uh, of course, always coming back home and playing here. Um, this weekend we're playing in Brownsville, we're playing in South Padre, and uh, we just got back from Nashville, which was oh, uh, nice. really, really awesome. So, Tell uh, me we about have... that. What were you doing in Nashville? Yeah. Um, well, I've been going to Nashville for just a couple years, maybe three years now, just back and forth and seeing what, what I could do, what connections I can make. And uh, this time we went during CMA Fest and uh, nice. just, you know, since there's a lot more people there, there's, um, you know, more exposure. So Every day I had something to do. I was doing, you know, I was doing podcasts out there. I was doing interviews. I was um, doing some performances right there on Broadway where all, you know, the big stages were. And uh, it was really cool. We played at the Georgia Jones Museum and uh, wow. on the rooftop, you can see the big stage like out into the river. And wow. you know, I was like, man, I'll be there next year. You know, I'm right here <laughs> looking at that. <laughs> so you're out there just make, making contacts and, and meeting as many people as you can, huh? Yes, it was awesome. That's always fun. That's always fun. Did you get to see any places over there where you were there besides the, one you, the ones you played at? Yeah, I always, yeah, I I usually, you know, try to do that. Actually, no, wait, 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 did we not? I was just so busy with uh, doing my, uh, doing my thing out there. We were just, uh, we were mainly on Broadway and um, either way, I like to hang out there at the, my my two favorite bars down there are called uh, Layla's Bluegrass Inn and also Robert's Western World. And uh, just, I mean, you know, go figure. I love, I love, you know, the real traditional country stuff and that's where we were at. And uh, that was, uh, it's always a great time. Yeah, I mean, my wife and I are going to take a trip September up to Memphis and Nashville, and that's one of the places I want to take her is to go. There's just so much good music out there. Uh, the local scene itself is just amazing. Oh, yes, it's it's so great. Uh, you know, there's two different worlds. You know, you've got Broadway, and then you've got the songwriting scene, and I, I, like, to be a, I like to be a part of those both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me about living in San Benito. What, uh, what's the scene like? Because I know it's not uh, particularly known for country. Mm-mm, that's right. Um, see, the only other person known for country here in San Benito was Freddie Fender yeah. and uh, came out of here. So, you know, uh, knowing, uh, you know, growing up that he made it to Nashville, I thought, oh, I can make it too. And so, exactly. um, but yeah, a lot of people appreciate what I do here. I have a lot of support. Uh, they do, you know, of course, a lot of people like the Tejano music here, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, they do, they do like their country and it's, uh, it's got, it's starting to spread and starting to get more and more out there. And, uh, well, it's a good mix valley. because even when I was doing Tejano, it was always the Tejano fans like country music. Yeah. It was always a cross between that. And, and, and I, and I saw that with, uh, with my career doing that stuff is there was always that connection between country and Tejano. So it, it's a good place, but as far as the local scene itself, the local scene, uh, with the Valley, is is there a, uh, I, I see you playing a few places, is, is there a big scene for it? I mean. It's growing. It's not as big as, you know, <laughs> at all close to like Austin or San Antonio, right. you know, but uh, but it's it's growing and I, I can see it growing and more and more people are enjoying the live music kind of feel, you know, it's, it's, it's really different. You know, a lot of people here don't, don't really, uh, they were not really, not really exposed to it. So, right. you know, that's what my goal is to just, trying to spread that out and make it a lot bigger here. And, uh, 
that's why I kind of want to, you know, instead of moving to Nashville or instead of moving to Austin, you know, I want my base to be here and uh, do, Good. and then travel and go out there and do what Good I need to do and then come back home and, you know, you know, maybe that'll start something. And, you know, here at a local bar in Harlingen, uh, the owner and I, were, you know, we're trying a lot of live music stuff. I help book there. Um, we just had a Texas country artist for the first time there perform an awesome. acoustic set. Uh, the Bart Crow Band, he seems to wear my ring. I don't know if you uh, know who that. Uh, no, but we'll definitely look him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really, he has, it's a really big hit. So anyway, he, uh, he played there and packed the house. And so it's, it's, it's getting, it's getting there. And uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to see that you're helping the local scene, that you're actually, you want to keep your base there and you want to help the, the local scene grow. Cause that's, that's kind of what we're trying to do too, with the, not just San Antonio, but uh, just expose people to the, the music of Texas and my son too, who, who you've been talking to online uh, to, uh, to do all this corresponding with it, to set this all up. But Jules, a human, He's he's also involved with trying to grow the community here in San Antonio because yeah. as you know, as big a city as we are, the local scene is still has room to grow, yes. and I think it's important, especially for you as a as a up and coming artist, that you still want to keep that base in, in your hometown and, and grow that as well. Yes, definitely on the same page. <laughs> now, do you have a uh, a set band, or you just kind of what I like to call pick and pull? Um, yeah, I pretty much, it, it actually it's half and half. I have two players that are, are my band and then the others, you know, like you said, pick and pull, you know, uh, have a lot of people sit in. Um, but it's pretty cool though. You know, here in the Valley, there is a, a actually a big, uh, musician community, whether they, you know, they play country or whether they play whatever, and then, uh, ended up, you know, they can play it all. Or so I, I have my brother as my guitarist, my acoustic oh, guitarist. Okay. What's his name? And, uh, his name's Albert. Albert. And, You'll be hearing him playing yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he's a little shy. <laughs> but he, oh, wait a minute. A guitar player shy? No. <laughs> can't be. Yeah, well, exactly. He was in the band. Uh-huh. Um, my, we've got a, a guy out of McAllen. His name's Gil. And uh, he's my drummer, first and foremost. And then he plays bass whenever we can't, you know, get someone or the other. Like, you know, he switches back and forth. Right. And uh, so Gil Biasettos and my brother Albert and... Uh, they, they're, you know, they're a part of this with me. And then we've got, uh, of course, my lead guitarists. I have a lot. I have Eric Soto. I have Denver Garcia. Yeah. I have I, just so many people give here in the Valley. All, yeah, give them all props and shout outs. Yeah. I don't care. They do <laughs> they so much for me. Yeah, they really do. And I appreciate what they do. And, and, you know, whenever they can and traveling up to San Antonio, too, and uh, hopefully getting around Austin a lot more, too, this year. Cool, Madeline. Well, what's what's the first song you do for us? We're going to do actually a little, you know, preview, a sneak peek. I guess we'll do the whole thing, but uh, it's going to be my next single that I'm going to nice. be releasing. Um, and that's actually going to be for the first time all over Texas and the regions all over this, I guess, Oklahoma and all that for the Texas Regional Radio Report. Nice. We're going to be releasing it all to that and then releasing it also to this last time I had my uh, single, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor, um, to New Music Weekly as well. So it's more exposure for the song now and i just hope everybody likes it and awesome. uh, it's called uh it's called right here with you so right here with you a tms texas music spotlight exclusive from madeline victoria go ahead madeline all right some people leave home some never do some always feel alone. I think the ocean is blue. But I'm alright, right here with you. Some people dream big, some want to. Some only like 
and others that a few. But I'm alright, right here with you. I'm right here with you, right next to me. Can't you see? It's only two memories and little money. I'm on and off, right, right here. We can all lose touch with the people we love, but you're gonna have faith, it won't happen to us. We are more than what the world makes us. I'm right here with you, right next to me, can't you see? Very nice. Thank you. I was sending a message out to the Facebook. <laughs> I was like, wait, let me get back to it. Awesome. That was awesome. Uh, hey. When's that song coming out? That one's going to be coming out where, you know, if it's not going to be during the summer, it's going to be right at the end of summertime. So uh, oh. we want to release that. I, I'm hoping it's a little sooner, but, you know, got a, got a lot of things together um, for yeah. that. You know, we want to get the music video ready as well. And so, Is yeah. your plan It'll to be- put a, a full CD out or an EP? Um, I had an EP out. Um, re- we just recorded this single right now. And uh, my next step is a full album. So uh, I do have um, another song that we're trying to decide from which which single it would be. And so we have that already recorded. We're not going to use that yet until the album is the rest of the songs are done. So I've, I recorded this actually in Austin. And uh, this is with the compound studio with Ken Tondre. Okay. He, uh, he has a really great studio out there. And so uh, yeah, he's a really great producing uh, mind, uh, producer mind, and uh, also sound engineer, uh, Ben. And it was just really good good stuff going on. And we're waiting for a couple of other uh, studio musicians to come in, uh, steel guitar, fiddle, and then it will be done. So. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Very cool. Your voice has a nice deep tone to it. Who did you listen to? Um, I actually, Who were your influences? Yeah. Uh, for my voice, um, you know, I had a lot of influences for different parts of like, for example, the music part, the, my singing part and maybe like, you know, performing wise. Mm-hmm. But for, as, as far as my voice goes, I like to listen to a lot of the female power singers like uh, 
Christina Aguilera, um, Alicia Keys, Leanne Rimes, Martina McBride, all those real big, you know, powerful uh, voices. Uh, Are you female trying voices. to bring that into the country music scene? Yeah, exactly. I like, you know, I like a little soul, a little feeling, a little blues maybe, but, um, but that's, you know, definitely something I try to do with my voice and, and, uh, you know, paint a picture with my with my voice. And then, of course, uh, music that's, you know, the music part is definitely uh, the traditional country that influenced me. And, you know, combining that together, you know, it's I think it's a good combo. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I dig it. I think I saw the video. I really I really enjoyed it. You have to tell me about um, <laughs> you open up for the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yeah. How, yes, old were, how old were you then? And what, what was the uh, what happened there? Yeah, I was 16. Um, so when I was 15, my parents took me to a talent search that was going on um, here on South Padre. Uh-huh. And they were a group called, uh, it's a, a nationwide, maybe even a worldwide group uh, called Barbizon School of um, Modeling and Acting. And uh, right. so I went out there just to get, you know, just to see what was what they had to offer and, you know, what, what I could be a part of. So I made it through there. I got... Um, they, they liked me for the acting part. They saw that I sang, so they, they helped me on the performing side of it. I went to Dallas to uh, to get more training with them, and then I did a competition with them in New York. And from there, wow. I, had, I did yeah, it was really really cool. I was you know the only country girl there singing country music in this you know big old city and uh, competing against jazz singers and opera singers. Right. It was uh, it was pretty cool, and I, I won the competition. Uh, and it was held at the Waldorf Astoria. So that's a really famous hotel out there. And, uh, um, I won that competition. I won in the soap opera division, a third runner up. And, uh, I just, I got these, all these callbacks, um, just not a lot, but you know, just a few that, that wanted me to, you know, be with their agency, but I just, I just didn't want that lifestyle. I didn't want to move to New York at 16. Um, I'm, you know, small town girl. I want to see what I could do with country music. So coming back, I, was cast for Radio Disney Superstars in Dallas. So I thought, okay, this is kind of, we all together as a family, we thought this is close to home and, you know, yeah. we could do this. And so I, I stayed up there by myself, actually, for the summer I was going into, uh, I was going to turn 17, but I was 16 still. And the the big concert that we were getting ready for was the Jonas Brothers that summer. So uh, I, uh, yeah, I did that. It was really, did, really cool. Did you get um, to meet them? Uh, we got to say hi to them. Not We didn't get to meet them. Like they were rushing in. And they kind of waved and then rushed out again. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't blame them, I guess, because they, they're real high profile and uh, they, they had to get to their next show. You should I have guess, stopped and said, don't you know who I am? Say hi to me. <laughs> exactly. Right. I should, I should have done that. But, you know, right then and there, I knew, like, you know, it was the first time that I had ever done a big concert-like setting performance. It was uh, thousands of girls, screaming fans, you know, and it was really cool. I got to sing uh, some Selena songs out there. I love Selena. Nice. So, uh, I got to sing some Selena songs, cover songs there while opening up for the Jonas Brothers. So that was pretty cool. And then that, um, that has got to be some pressure for a 16, 17 year old. To, yeah. I mean, to I guess thrown you know, into all that. Yeah, it was it was it was just maybe it was pressure. But I guess I kind of used that to the positive side of it. You know, I don't know. I just always turn it into something positive. Even my parents weren't even there for that performance. And it was my first time performing for something like really big and I'm a real, we're real family oriented, but you know, I, uh, I, it was fine. You know, I did, I guess I did okay. And, um, but, well, uh, I, I've been asked that too. Cause people always ask me, do you, do you get nervous when you go on stage? I said, I don't really get nervous. I kind of, I, I, I like that pressure. I like yeah. being able to, you know, go in front of thousands of people and be like, okay, I mean, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, you know, either it, you either love it or you hate it. And that's just, exactly. uh, you know, that's, that's good. But I have to ask you also about this. You performed in Las Vegas for the Shania Twain sing-off contest. Yes. Uh, you were the winner, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, and I that have was. To say this because my wife's, I think, in the room, in the Facebook Live room, mm-hmm. and she hates this, but I'm a big fan of Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet her? <laughs> I, again, I didn't get to meet her. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so high profile, I guess. I don't know. Well, you know congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That was, it was really fun. I got to perform out there in Las Vegas with a band on the strip and uh, got to see her perform. And How also- old were you when, when you did that? Um, This was. Man, was I 22, maybe? Okay, so you got to enjoy Vegas. And to make sure yeah, I did. You were I of did. age. <laughs> I was of age, yes. That was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah, my, my son said he, he just wants a connection to Shania. So yeah, yes, I'm looking for a connection to, Sh- to Shania from anywhere I can find it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, there's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you... <laughs> so one of the things I like to ask is what's what's... What's been, well, I mean, obviously I was going to ask you what the, hi- what a highlight of your career has been, but you just said a bunch of, a bunch of cool things that have, that you've got to do. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So we'll forget that. What's been the most embarrassing thing that happened to you? Embarrassing thing that's happened to you on stage? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, say, oh, I've, well. I've fallen on stage and I've fallen off of a stage. Okay. And that's pretty okay. That yeah. is, that is. I'm not, I haven't done that. I hope, I hope that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, either way, either way, I, I don't know. I don't really feel like if something, if something happens again, I don't, I don't know. I just don't let it get to me or I'm in the zone, you know, and it's like, Ooh, cause this, this, uh, last time in, uh, the rodeo, uh, it was, we, I'm looking at my brother, like, remember that, um, <laughs> we're there, there's a Los Fresnos, um, Texas, just down the road here, uh, going to South Padre, you got to pass through mm-hmm. Los Fresnos. I love that town. I was actually mm-hmm. the rodeo queen there for the city of uh, Los Fresnos for the rodeo. So um, they, I was the first one too in 2009. So ever since then, I'd always come back, you know, honorary guests, whatever. And, and mm. then they started having me perform as an opening act for these big acts. And so I opened up for Kevin Fowler out there uh, before. And then this past time I opened up for Aaron Watson and uh, it was just us two in the show. And uh, he's a really great guy. He's always, you know, giving thanks to me when he's on stage, you know, thanking me for opening up for him. And I think that's a really, really great thing. And, but, but, but during our set, um, we had already, during the sound check, there was a, uh, problem with the generators. So, uh, I kind of was like, you know what, if it happens, it happens, whatever. So I was kind of already prepared for something. And it was kind of crazy at first, you know, the rodeo was done and they're like, come on, hurry, hurry, start, start, start. So when they tell me to start, I'm going to start. And so we start playing and the sound is not even going out. Like they can't even hear me in the crowd and the lights are not even on. So we're playing and to nothing. And then finally they crank it up and everything's going and we're like, okay, whatever, this is great. And then right before the end of my first song, like not even right before I end it, like before the solo, the, the, it just all shuts off. Oh, no. Like everything just shuts off. And so, uh, it was, uh, it was really weird, but, but right away, I, I'm not really embarrassed. I just think of what I can do. So I get, I grab my CDs that I have, or I tell somebody downstage, I'm like, give me, give me my CDs, give me my CDs. So I was handing them out to people, you know, making them happy just in case, right, you, know, right. you know, the show's not going on. So I was handing out, I was actually throwing out CDs, <laughs> which was probably a bad idea because someone got hurt. So that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. A guy dove for a CD and, and hurt his ankle. And so, oh, no. um, yeah, I didn't hit anybody in the face, <laughs> so they couldn't, they can't get me with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of a weird situation, which I guess you can say was, just, yeah, uh, pow, the power with those those power generators are. We used, we used to play in Mexico a lot, and the, that was notorious uh, for oh. happening down there. Is the, the power yes. is just uh, anyway. Bad. <laughs> so I want to get to a part of this, the the podcast that I rather enjoy, and before I do, 
We still got people watching on Facebook Live, all right? Well, <laughs> before we do, uh, it's called the Texas Two-Step. Okay. The Texas Two-Step is two random questions that have nothing to do with music, and they're written by my son, Jules the Human. And I have no idea what this He writes them on little cards. Yeah, but these little cards and everything. So, what into you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Into you. So I don't know what they're going to say. And he has me, he wants me to answer them, but I think it's just more fun if you guys answer it. All right. Question number one What would you consider a must see movie? Which movie? Ah, I was just talking about this yesterday. Um, my favorite must, everyone must see um, is The Count of Monte Cristo. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one or not. It's a must-see. <laughs> um, Jim Caviezel and uh, let's see, who's the other actor? He's the main one. He, Jim Caviezel is the same actor that played uh, Jesus Christ in The Passion okay. of the Christ. No, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, a, it's a movie about just adventure and vengeance. And, is it, is uh, it on Netflix? I do not think so because it is that <laughs> high profile. I'm using that word a lot. But, yeah, yeah, it, it's like the top. 100 movies that you need to see on like, you know, whatever I am, I am BD or something like that. It's, it's, it's really, really, really great. Um, my mom first loved that movie and then, you know, I started to love it and I don't know. It's just so, I love adventure movies and I love to feel like I'm in the movie. I wish I was a part of the movie and, uh, yeah, everybody must see that one. My son said, is it a book too? Hey, yes, I think so. He's he's a book reader. So he's. Okay. Well, I, I'm pretty sure it is. And he should, if he rather, Read the book. I'm sure it's better. <laughs> they always say the books are better. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a reader. I like to watch. That's okay. That's why I see on Netflix. Question number two. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a question for somebody on Twitter from Easy underscore Raw on Twitter. What was the most embarrassing moment of your high school career? Easy underscore Raw. Okay. Uh, we're trying to think. Do I know that person? <laughs> it's, it's no, but m- most embarrassing thing in my high school. Yeah. Here. Anything like anything. embarrassing? Like you fall down the steps again, falling down. Uh, what was embarrassing? What was embarrassing? Oh my gosh! I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm just too cool. No, just kidding. No, 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 no. I, I was not cool at all. Um. Oh well. Well, again, I don't even think it's that embarrassing. But I just remember there was these boys picking on a sophomore year. Uh, me and my friends were eating in the cafeteria. And these guys, like, I don't know. I don't get embarrassed. See, I could have been embarrassed, but I always change it around. And mm-hmm. they were throwing, like, food at us and, like, milk. And I don't know. even. And I was just like, this is enough. So I got up and I started to chase the guy, like, <laughs> like to scare him. In the whole cafeteria, I got in a little bit of trouble. But uh, I'm the one. <laughs> but I started to, like, like just, like, are you doing this to me? I'm going to get you. And, like, you know, I just started, like, chasing him. He was freaking out. Like, why is this girl chasing me? And. And it was just, it was weird. It was that's just right. weird. She's, she's picking on me. She's picking on me. Yeah. Like she's now, it's like, that's what you get. So that was kind of weird and funny. Everyone that's was probably, laughing. That, did, that was probably whatever. his most embarrassing moment, right? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> we won't mention names here. No. <laughs> uh, Madeline, you want to do another song? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do, do, uh, do? let's do let's see my brother's getting the guitar uh, i guess i mean we could do the single yeah that's fine um yeah we could do the single that we had out uh people can look this up on uh you know all over the internet and uh, i appreciate all the support from uh my uh my representation mts management and michael stover uh we did a lot of uh man a lot of hard work with getting this to to the stations that we could get it out to it got to number one so nice. um it was really cool uh people can see the music video and uh now, I have a lot of nominations for this song um, coming uh, in September for an award show called the Josie Awards, and that's in Nashville. 
Okay. It's going to be this really big, beautiful symphony orchestra place, and I'm super excited. I let hope us, I win an award with us, that. Let us know when all that's happening. We'll put on, yeah. we'll put on, on all of our social media stuff. Jules the Human is really good about putting bumping all that stuff out in, in your video. Awesome. And, uh, so here's okay. the, the latest single, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor. It's Friday night Looking for a good time It's been a long week and he's on my mind I won't give in Lord knows it's a sin But this whiskey should do he only lets me on the dance floor He must be crazy Holding on to me so tight Underneath the neon lights I shouldn't let him I must be crazy inspired by an actual event or well i mean sort of i mean i guess okay so uh i was just inspired basically by going out dancing and you know seeing the you know people dancing on the dance floor and uh you know the idea was from that and the inspiration you know going to to stepping here in texas but then um you know as i'm writing it i'm just being creative and i was with uh, somebody at the time and we love to go dancing and uh i guess i was just kind of uh it's kind of like a prediction, or, or what, what do you call it? A foreshadowing of what of our ending. Did you Taylor Swift him? Did you tell us? 
Just kidding. No, I did. I mean, I wrote, I mean, it foreshadowed because he, it ended up, he really did only love me on the dance floor. So, you know, it's kind of true, but no. Thanks to him, you have a song, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) As far as the songwriting goes, do you do all the songwriting yourself or do you have, do you collaborate with with your musician friends or your brother? Yeah, well, see, um, it's like half and half, I guess, or even maybe, I don't know. It just depends sometimes. Uh, I'm thinking like the last EP I wrote, all, those are the songs I all wrote. And then we've got uh, some new ones coming up that uh, this next single I wrote by myself too. Um, but uh, I have some songs that I'm waiting to release and waiting to do that I've written with my brother. My brother's a really great songwriter as well and a really, really creative mind. It helps me when I'm stuck with something and structure-wise and everything. Mm-hmm. And Do you play anything? I play guitar, yeah, but okay. it's, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm more of, I, I don't know, I just am just everywhere performing and just I'm concentrating on my my dancing and like, you know, getting right, into the I'm, just, I'm, I'm asking because of the songwriting process. I mean, do you actually sit down and yeah. write or, you, or do you have to have yes. like your brother there, or, you know, what do, what do you think the chord progression should be here or something? Yeah, it, it just, no, I, I, like, for example, the next single, I was in the middle of the night uh, laying down like three o'clock in the morning and I, it just kind of came to me. I picked up my guitar and I wrote it like five and from five to 10 minutes, like everything from the, it just, it just happened. Right, I don't know. Came just out. Things, it's like a stream of thought just came out. Yes. Right? It's just coming out. And I, and I personally thank God for stuff like that. You know, I, yeah. I give thanks to God. And then uh, my brother, uh, yeah. Other times I'm like, man, I really need his style. Like I like his, I want his, you know, influence on it. So I either will sit down and write something from scratch or I have an idea already. Like I have just the melody of the verse. Or just the melody of the chorus, and uh, I say, okay, what else do I do? Do I need to change it? Sometimes we fight about it because <laughs> we're brother and sister. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's all part of part of the process and being a family, you know, in, in music. So uh, it's uh, it's I'm really blessed to have that. Well, I, I used to have a, a guitar player friend of mine that uh, when we we wrote and arranged uh, music, and it was I was always a feel player. In other mm-hmm. words, I, I played what just felt right to me, and he was yeah. a technical player who who knew all the uh, you know, where, where the chords should go, all the, the theory, the music theory behind it. So we'd always butt heads because he'd be like, well, you can't do that. And I said, well, that's what I want to do because that's what yeah. I feel like going, you know. So we'd always yeah. butt heads. We always met in the middle somewhere. That was, yeah, exactly. Was it's kind of like me and my brother. Kind of like me and my brother. He's a little bit more te- technical than me. Uh, but but either way, you know, he, he's just a little bit of music theory, not too much. But, yeah, he's we're kind of like Do you that. have a, a background in music I mean, as far as did you study or just – um, I just, uh, I did, cho- you know, choir and I learned, you know, uh, harmonies and, you know, notes and pitches and whatever. And, and through that, and, um, you know, I can recognize, you know, keys of songs because, you know, I can't name the key, but I can say, mm-hmm. oh, that's the same key as that. And, you know, just different things that I can hear because of choir. I did a little bit of music theory um, in college. I didn't go, I, I didn't finish college, but when I was there, <laughs> I did some music theory, um, just a little bit. I did some little bit of fiddle, uh, violin lessons. So mm-hmm. it's just, just it's all it's all just right there and and but you know my main my main um passion is first and foremost songwriting and performing and singing and then you know i'm getting i'm getting better at like you know the musician musicality side of it and uh so yeah (laughs) good for you you. now i know you've already mentioned a bunch of cool things you got coming up what else what are you most looking forward to this year coming up for you yeah it's actually what i've been talking about i'm really really looking forward to the single being released um music video being released after that soon after that and then the award show in nashville in september um i'm excited yeah, for you on that one yeah i'm really really excited too so you know i i believe that my song is going to go number one and that's with you know everybody I'm number one again because it went to number one on the new music weekly and now it's going to 
you know, hopefully, you know, that's my dream. You know, I've, I've been praying about it to where I'm number one in all of Texas. So uh, that's what that's what I want to do in this region. You know, I want to get real tight in this region, you know, because there's not a lot. You know, I, I don't know. There's Bray Bagwell. There's the, the Rankin twins. There are uh, Real and Angel. I can name those. And I, I know that they play up north and stuff a lot. But it's really compared to the boys side. You know, it's 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 really small list. So I want to I really want to top that chart on both charts, <laughs> both male and female, but, but, you know, I, I have faith and I know that I can do this. It's, it's been a, it's been a long road. I've been singing since I was five, a band since high school, since I did grow up in a, like, as you know, uh, grew up in not, not, not so much a music community. And, you know, the, it's, it's a little bit, it's just, um, I don't know. I just, I'm getting out there. I'm getting out to the music scene a little bit more. So more, more opportunity will come. I hope. Well, I'm and, not going to uh, ask you how old you are, because I, I, I don't know how long you've been singing, but based I don't on mind. <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, I'm 25, okay. so I mean, 20 years of singing. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 20 years of singing, so I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Good for you. Where can they find you on the interwebs? Um, they can find me on, of course, Twitter. Uh, I'm always retweeting and liking everybody's tweets all the time. I'm always on there. Um, just, uh, at Madeline Victoria. Yep, at Madeline Victoria and uh, Facebook, of course. That's Madeline Victoria as well. They can search on there, and I'll pop up. Um, I've I've met my friend requests uh, or my personal page. I can't approve anymore um sometimes i could when one person like accidentally gets deleted or something i can approve because it's like the five thousand right right there's a limit but um you can get me on my page everybody and uh, that would be super super great for all the support you know being an independent artist we we really really depend on everybody out there as far as you know people like yourself that give me the opportunity and then people out there that are listening um i really appreciate all the support and it's only going to get bigger, so Good y'all are on the right with me. I know you got, you got shows coming up to Doghouse in Brownsville, Louis in South Padre, Littlewood Rose, Littlewood Rose here in San Antonio, San Benito, Rio Honda, Westlake, San Antonio, Hollingen. You're a busy person, St. Hedwig. I'm looking yes. at all your dates. Good for you. Yeah, I Good love it. <laughs> I love playing. And you can find her website, MadelineVictoriaMusic.com. You can see all our show dates. You can watch the video. You can buy our music on iTunes, request it on radio, everywhere, everywhere. Look her up, check her out, see her live, download her music. Madeline, Victoria, thank you so much for doing this. Yay, thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. And to your brother, too. I don't want to, you know, miss him. Bye to your brother. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, I don't know where he went, oh, but he, he helped. Yeah, I'm, see ya. <laughs> yeah, he had a phone call. <laughs> there he goes. Like, oh, you're... You got this. All right. <laughs> For my partner, Jill's the human. My name is Julian. This has been the Texas Music Spotlight. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Yeah.